the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, now before I I get to the point of uh, saying to you uh, what I want to say uh, about Ukraine, I got to remind you: Did you buy your ticket yet? I did. Oh, did you buy your mm-hmm. ticket for the yeah. uh, yes. for the uh, town I hall? Got to get your ticket for yeah. the town hall. It's happening Thursday. We're down to two days away, and uh, I'll be there along with Alan Kerr. He'll be ans- asking the questions. I'll be there keeping time. And I haven't figured out whether I'm going to get one of those little bells, you know, like you, you had. <laughs> or the kitchen buzzer. When you, walk, when you walked up to a store and you need somebody's in the back, you know, mm-hmm. ding, 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 ding. Or if I'm going to get one, I'm going to buy a little air horn. <laughs> that yeah. might, you might need that. You get, their, get, their, get your attention on that. So anyway, I'll be we, keeping we time. the air horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I think the air horn is a good idea. But uh, everybody is coming. Five, well, five of the six are coming. The only candidate that has decided not to take part is leslie rutledge she has uh, she took i talked to her uh, campaign on friday because i wanted an answer and i said look i gotta have an answer today and they came back and uh, they just told me very nicely it wasn't ugly or anything like that just very nicely that leslie had decided not to take part so that's that's where we're at. With, so the with queen Leslie. and the princes have taken their seat. <laughs> oh boy. We just we ever talking about that. Not, not gonna not gonna happen. So she'll not be there. I I wrote back uh, to Drew, who's the campaign guy, and I said mistake. That's all I said. Mistake. Yeah, it's Good a job. mistake. Yeah, it truly. I don't is. think voters are going to appreciate it very much. That's no. what I've already heard. Yeah, well, I, about Sarah. So, well, right. Sarah's doing the same. same thing, all right? Sarah. Yeah, it's is... going to be the same for Leslie. She won't come out in public. She won't talk to the people. Oh, it's too early in the campaign. We don't need to be doing that yet. It's called the we'll, primary. We'll yeah. They're going to vote on. They're going to yeah. vote on you in May. Yeah, right. That's not too, this is the too time. soon. Yeah, this it's is March. the time to do it. <laughs> this is the time to get there. And right. we did yeah, it first, and then we're going to take two weeks off. And then on April seventh, we'll do the. Uh, uh, attorney general race and then uh, two weeks after that uh, we will be doing the uh, secretary of state who they called me yesterday needed some answers but they're going to be there uh, thurston's coming uh, eddie joe williams is coming as okay. far as i know both of the candidates for attorney general are coming okay so good we're expecting that now here's what i'm pushing i'm trying to get uh for may early may to have uh the uh, senator bozeman jake beckett and jan morgan okay. i'm trying to get them uh, be to come to uh, 
a town hall. I don't know if they will or not, but we'll try to work it out. And then the other being uh, uh, Colonel Reynolds and uh, Congressman Hill. We'd like to get them on the stage. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot of people be interested to be there right. to see if there's any fireworks. I yeah. think, that, kind of I think you're going to have on. the same thing, though. No. With, not, with not people not showing up. Well, there's some that, you know, I can understand. I'm going to, I know everybody's going to get, you're going to hate, going to hate on me. All right. <laughs> a lot of people, I, I can understand. Why would Sarah get on stage with Doc Washburn, who's got, what, 15 grand to be able to run for the office and, uh, and open yourself up to ridicule? Because that's all he's been doing to Republicans. Right. I mean, well, that, that's, for basic, the that's yeah. basically what he's doing. He's ridiculing people all the time. I've invited him on the show now twice. Yeah. And he's always been able to say, well, you know, I'm out late this night and I can't get up early, Dave, and come out. I said, well, I've been doing it for three years now. If I can make it in here in the morning. I'm 69, Doc. Get in here. I know anybody can. He he doesn't want to be there. He's not going to show up on your show, and you know why. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) it's it's kind of interesting, though, Elizabeth, that, you know, I I can kind of understand that whole thing. I really do. I I got to say this, you know. All of that is all about the candidates and their yep. own reelection. It is not about the voters or the people. That's right. exactly right. That's exactly right. If it's working now, yeah. Yeah, that's if it's working now, that's the election. way they're going to do it. Right. It's, and, right. Uh, I'm a big boy. I put big boy pants on. <laughs> I know how this whole, this game plays. <laughs> I'm just saying, my question in my own head, and I, I brought it up with the power panel yesterday. Let's say Bozeman says he can't make it. Because I'm not even talking to the senator. I'm talking to campaign people. Yeah. All right. That's right. who well, I'm talking with. Well, that's and, who does the work. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm talking <laughs> to campaign people, for the most part, uh, for Beckett. Now, Jan, you know, I'll call Jan and, and tell her, hey, we're going to put out, uh, send you a letter and, you got to, you know, let us know if you're going to take part. Right. And she's about to, you know, she'd, she'd be taking part in it, you yeah. know. But uh, the bottom line is, is that, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not thrilled with Beckett. Now, it's not Beckett's fault, what I'm not happy with. All right. He's got this pack. And this happened to David Sterling a few years ago when he ran for attorney general. Does everybody remember that? And that one yes, yes. pack started running ads against Leslie. And they were ugly. Oh, oh no. They were ugly. I yeah. wasn't here for that. It was I don't not that. it was not good. He's and re- yeah. and they and they started pointing the fingers at, at David Sterling and said, What are you thinking about? Why are you doing he has nothing to say. It's a pack. Yeah. Packs can spend their money how they want to. Yeah. Right. They don't have to ask you what's in the ads. And they were they were very negative. And if you're watching the Jake Beckett ads, I think it's having a detrimental effect on yeah, him. I hate that. When, when they when start they, slinging mud. Well, just, they, yeah. Let your light who, shine. Who <laughs> honestly believes that John Bozeman's a socialist? No. Raise your hand. No. Raise your hand. That's right. a one-trick pony. They imply that he's yeah. a socialist. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that he's, I haven't seen he's it. no that's, better than Biden. That's lazy is hold, what that hold is. Hold your hand up if you believe that John Bozeman is not better than, than Biden. Right. Okay. Hold, yeah, <laughs> I mean, just crazy. That's just crazy stuff. 
That's Don't make lazy. those kind of yeah, arguments. Yeah. Well, Simone's got it right. That's just the lazy way out. It and is. again, let's think about this. But this guess what? It not works. About the candidate, the candidate doesn't get out there and say what they can do. They throw mud at yeah. the other guy. That is not something that right. this year, I don't think vote, voters have never liked that much. No. I don't think no. this year. A lot of folks think that's what the grassroots will respond to this year, and I think they're dead wrong. No, people no. want to know what you're going to bring to the table. What are you going to do whenever you get in office? And we don't want to hear what the, the other, other people. Guy. Right. I, I'm so tired of hearing um, what what we would do or, or not what we would do, but what how bad the other side is. I want to hear what can you do for me and what are you going to do for right. me if you're elected? Right. Well, I'm hoping there you go. that once we have everything determined, who's running uh, for Congress and Senate uh, as we get into the general, that I hope that the Republican Party will do like the Republican Party did when Clinton was uh, president and and give us a contract for America. And so, oh, yeah. and then I all think they're working on something. Yeah, they're, yeah. I've heard that they are. I heard, it, like like I heard Nikki Haley is helping write it. <laughs> like a game plan? Yeah. What Kevin do? Yeah, and they signed the bottom of it and says, here's what we will do in the first 100 we days. We need one now. Boom, boom, That's boom, for boom, sure. boom, boom. I think yeah. that we're dealing with. Oh, yeah. I mean, McCarthy already had, was, came out and said he had one, a contract for America. No, he's got one. He it, just hasn't unveiled it yet. Right. Okay, well, that's what I've been hearing. I want them to open that pipeline back up. McCarthy. All right. Yeah. McCarthy will be the guy that brings it forth because if they win back the house, my, my odds say that he becomes speaker. Yes. It needs to be in a landslide victory too. And the number, and the number one whip will be Scalise. Okay. Yeah. Scalise. Scalise, I can see that. You know, I mean, look, Jim Jordan. How many, how many, yep. how many bullets to the body do you have to take? To be, yeah. You know, right. The, yeah. The I like one. Scalise too. Yeah. He's a good man. But, over in the Senate, if I were king, <laughs> all right, I'd make Kennedy. Amen. The, the head of the Senate, yeah. just Hands because down. I love listening to I him talk. And I he's smart. <laughs> he's smart, but he, he he's so ornery. Yes, I love him. Yeah, yes. that's. I was going to say that's one. Of, that is my favorite. No, I think he's. It's just he's just funny. I, mm-hmm. I love listening to him. He has a take a shot a great at way the Dems. Yeah, the point he does. Out. He does. He makes his, he makes the point. That's exactly what he does. And he but says, with, funny usually. with no disrespect, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but no but, disrespect. But. You guys are out of your ever loving mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, and that's, look, I don't know. Just if, straight if, up. I don't know how many people are like me, but I actually sit down and watch the pressers every day that, that Saki does. <laughs> yeah. I do. And yesterday watching it and listening to her. Say that opening the Keystone Pipeline would do nothing to drive down gas prices. Oh my gosh! That if it the oil if the oil companies it. want it, they could pump as much oil as they want it. Oh. Yeah, what they don't tell you, they, they don't have any place to go to sell it. Right? There's they no can't place sell it. it. Well, they don't have any pipelines to right. pump it up. Yep, it's crazy. Well, no. and gas prices are based on projections. You know, so futures. Thank futures, you very much. Projections. They're based on how much we're going to be pumping. And, and if you can't put it through a pipeline, there's no point. What are you going to do with it? Yeah. 
But yeah. Barrel it up and stock it. Stock it. I know. Well, that way he can release our strategic stockpile. Oh, that is so Yeah, for all three days that it lasts. Right. Yeah. They're just doing this to push their Green New Deal. That's all they're doing. Well, it's that's the, it. Well, not, that's yeah. all they're pushing. It's just green. Oh, they want to well, suck. And, I thought, and there's money tied to it, to their pocketbooks. I thought Musk had a really great answer to that. Too. Yeah. He says, we're not ready yet. No, we're not. We got, we're, we're on We're on fossil fuels until we're ready. Right. Yeah, there's not an average person who can afford sixty thousand dollars for oh but you know they're not it's not like people are using gasoline just for spite you know they're not just I, you <laughs> right. know i'm only gonna I, use um, i mean some people are and i don't to I don't hell with you. mother earth right but that's not me that's not how i feel at yeah. all i say you do it all right i think all you of it develop, nuclear slowly yeah. all yeah. of it you won't hear that from the greenies. No, and Don't that's expect ridiculous. To hear nuclear that's from them. Yeah, it right. is, and it's not like Three Mile Island nuclear no. anymore or Chernobyl. It's no. Neither one of them. Oh. All right, we got to get a break in. It's eighteen minutes after six on the Dave Ellswick show. Don't forget about East End Towing. They know what to do, no matter what your circumstances. On the side of the road, you need you need help. They'll come help you. Got a flat tire in your uh, driveway? They'll come change it for you. Out on the road, broke down on the side of the highway, but hey, whoop, sorry, I've got my camper in back in my car too. They know how to tow you then as well. So uh, you get with the folks at uh, East End Towing. They'll take good care of you. 501-888-8849. Let me go slow. Everybody says I've talked too fast. 501-888-8849. That's East End Towing. All right, so you need your ticket. For Thursday night, 7 o'clock, over at the uh, Agape Family Life Center. First of our uh, three town halls that we've got planned. We have more that we'd like to do, but uh, I've got to get everybody to agree to them. Uh, look for, just go to 1011fmtheanswer.com and uh, click on the link. And it will take you to buy the ticket. $10, $10 for a ticket. we got to pay for these places that we rent out to do these things. So uh, buy your ticket today, please. It lets us know how many people to prepare for and uh, you know how many chairs that we need to set up and all of that. We sent out the press release yesterday. We'll see how many TV stations show up to actually uh, let the uh, the average voter know what these people think about you got it get your town hall ticket there you go it's your town hall ticket if i can find it anyone can your facebook page yeah okay at top of my facebook page elizabeth would know because she takes care of it for me and (laughs) i appreciate that because i thought i saw it so you can go up there and buy them there buy your ticket all right i'll send you a clip today uh elizabeth a video and i'll do a, a final video leading up to the uh the town hall Next town hall is the 7th of April. That will be the Arkansas Attorney General uh, for the Republican Party, for the uh, people running for that office. I think that's Jones and, of course, Griffin. Mm -hmm. And then we got the Secretary of State, which comes two weeks after that. That's 24th, I believe. And uh, you're looking at uh, Eddie Joe Williams and the incumbent Thurston, John Thurston. Uh, on the stage uh, delivering your questions. Send me your questions for the Attorney General. 
uh, position, not to a specific candidate. Send me your question for attorney. If somebody wants to be attorney general, uh, to uh, town hall at Salem S A L E M L R dot com, and uh, or you can send me a video of your question by going to facebook.com slash Dave Ellswick Show and direct message me with your video. And I'll see it, and uh, I'll turn it over to the folks over at uh, Agape, and they'll put it in their system, and then during the night we'll play it uh, up okay. on top. If if we don't play it one, know that we didn't get one, <laughs> but and what would be behind the, uh, uh, the candidates at that point will be the 101.1 FM, the answer logo. That's what it'd be on the screen, just so you'll know. We've got this stuff pretty pretty well planned out. We ran through it. Looks like it's going to work good. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. I've been uh, I've been wanting to do this for twenty years. It's a good idea. Twenty years, but I couldn't get anybody else to buy into it at the yeah. radio stations uh, that I worked at until this one. Yeah. And they said, "Well, Dave, here's how they put it. <laughs> Dave, you can do it if you can pay for it." <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, look, I don't make the way it works. <laughs> I don't make enough money right. to do it on my own. All right, right? so right. these ticket prices, I I told them that we would draw at least a hundred people. Yeah, to each one of them, and maybe more. Yeah, uh, it's still a cheap day you know. to ten bucks. That's oh yeah, a cheap day. yeah. We're not charging Especially a lot. Politics. Right. I promise you, I'm not asking for your firstborn. <laughs> no. one or a pint of blood. I don't need yeah. either one. Uh, ten dollars what it what it is so i just please, got mine please show up all right thank you appreciate that mm-hmm. all right so go to 1011 fm and then click on the link and then buy your ticket and then i'll see you uh, thursday night you're gonna love this i even got a green room Good. yeah i even <laughs> i even named it right all right yeah call it the green room we got the green like room and that's email. for the candidates in there their coordinators and stuff, and maybe have one family member, and they can come back, and we'll have some light, light food for them. Won't feed them a big, a big <laughs> dinner. I don't want anybody hurling on stage, <laughs> but anybody, we'll, we'll, we'll just give, <laughs> we'll give them some light, light uh, stuff, and then we'll have water and coffee and things yeah. of that nature for them. Get them all jacked uh, up on Mountain Dew. The only other, yeah, <laughs> the only other, the only other people that can come in are are media. They're yeah. they're allowed mm-hmm. to come in as well. So. Just so you know, and we've, we've invited the media. I'm going to be interested to see if they show up. And Max Brantley, I even sent you an invitation. <laughs> All right. I even I even sent Max one. I won't say what radio or what television station, but they wanted me and Max to come on once a week and and debate. You know, point, <laughs> yeah. kind of point counterpoint kind All of thing. Right. And I said I can't do that with a liar. Uh, well, uh, you know, <laughs> it's got to be somebody who deals in facts, not right. fantasy. Not it's fantasy. easy to make up stuff to come back with somebody at. I thought that was the right answer, didn't? Don't you, Elizabeth? Oh, I think that's a good answer. I was just contemplating. You say you invited the media and you know Max and some of the folks from the left. I'm wondering if they're going to be during this election cycle like the candidates from the Democrat Party. You know. I know there are at least two counties across the state that there are no Democrat candidates in the upper offices. Wow. I don't know if there's others. Sebastian County, I think it was Crawford County. I'm just wondering, are the media going to act the same as the candidates and just stay gone during this election cycle? 
I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna find out. I will promise everybody. I, I'm going to try my my damnedest. All right, I really am. I'm going to try to have a town hall, and it will feature Steve Landers and Frank Scott. Oh, that will be okay. good. That would yeah. be great. We will try our hardest. Now it's up to the candidates if they want to. And see, there's yeah. a, there's a little bit of of intrigue behind that, and I can't tell you the inside stuff but there's negotiations that go on between you and the candidate and yeah. and the rules and all that kind of stuff yeah. you know so you know we work on we work on that and i try to make it look if you saw the rules for the for the the one that's coming up the lieutenant governor it's pretty easy they're not yeah. they're not i think there's five rules the very first rule is you'll pick a number between one now it's one and five and that will set who that's goes first order. and who goes last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, so that's only fair. That's the way. That's how that sets up. Uh, people have asked me, "Are you going to let them go at each other?" Well, here's here's <laughs> how it is. You get a question. If you can answer the question and you only use thirty seconds of your two minutes, then you got ninety seconds. If you want to bring up another candidate right. and say something about them, you may do so. I say you will have decorum, though. I did say that. Right. Yeah. You, you know, you can't call him, uh, you know, the son of a mother or something right. like that. <laughs> but the bottom line, then the person that you've questioned, when it comes rebuttal. around to them, they can rebuttal right. what the right. person has said. So, you know, we're, we're hoping that we'll get a little bit of that as far as that's concerned. I hope they stick to topics and not personalities. Yeah. Right. Well, yes. we, we, will, we will fight to keep that. I Remember, I got, I'll either have the bell or the air horn. I think people are tired of hearing about. We want the but, air know, horn. The air out horn. of order. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and unsubstantiated accusations yes. of the other person right. that have nothing to do with the you know. Got a break. Got a break. Here's the news. Don't forget about Pat Davis, man. He can save you some big bucks. All right. You got health insurance? Well, I don't care who the provider is. You get with Pat Davis, and he can uh, work the system. And by that, he's not doing anything illegal, just so <laughs> you know. It's not illegal. But he can save you 30 to 50% on your health insurance. And that includes that if you're paying co-pays, you won't be paying co-pays any longer. If you're paying real big deductibles, you know, those six, eight, ten thousand $10,000 deductibles before you, you know, Maybe the price of your health insurance is only $400 a month, but your deductible is $8,000. You gotta, get to use you it. got to pay you know, $8,000 before you even get to use it. Know that he's got what's called deductible busters. He can help you lower those so it's more closely aligned with what you're paying each month for your insurance. So you talk to Pat Davis about this. You call him. Save yourself some big money. 501-605-6935. Health insurance comes due every month. You know, think about how much you pay and take away, let's be conservative. Take away 40%. Not 50, <laughs> just take away 40% of that. How much would it save you when you multiply it by 12? I yeah. bet you it's significant. I would almost guarantee that it's significant. So find out how significantly Pat Davis can save you money. 501-605-6935 or visit him online, yourhealthplanman.com. All right, so 
I was listening to Fox when I was driving in. I get up early and watch Fox just to catch up what's happened overnight. Right. Then I listen to them to uh, Fox and Friends as I'm driving in to work to hear what's the big stories. But right now, right. the story, the only story the only on cable is, U- is Ukraine. Yes. All right. But they did talk about one thing that I thought was interesting, and that was this. And I've been I've alluded to this several times, and that is how much are you paying in a year's time for gasoline? <laughs> oh my God! All right, I I'm looking at it now, and they're saying that what last year was two dollars and sixty seven cents. Mm-hmm. Now average. Now this is the national average. Four dollars and seventeen cents. Yep, that's just the uh, that was of yes, yeah. That was yeah. as of yesterday. Right. All right. So you're looking at that point at what a uh, dollar and forty cents about? Mm-hmm. Well, let's do some math. Well, it's raised. I spent one hundred and twenty dollars in the past two days on gas. Damn, but that's what I'm saying. Let's let's just do twenty three cents in the last week. Let's is just what do I some, believe. Yeah, yeah. twenty three yeah, or forty three, one of the two. But either way, that's in one week. Let's say it's just a difference of a dollar thirty. Okay, I'm going to just take a number and say a dollar thirty. Well, a dollar thirty times fifteen—that's what I to fill my car up. Okay, is an additional nineteen dollars and fifty cents. Typically, I fill up twice a week. Mm-hmm. So let's take that times two. Okay, now we're up to thirty-nine dollars a week. So now let's take that times fifty-two. Mm-hmm. $2,028 extra just for gas. Gas. Let alone plus, groceries. Plus they're saying an average family of four yeah. will pay an extra $1,000 this year for groceries. That's $3,000, folks, that's if coming out of your wallet. They go up from there. Yeah, and it's only going to go up. That's exactly double. right. Yep. Fertilizer yeah. costs that we may or may not be getting enough fertilizer for our crops. Right. I mean, we have outsourced so much. It's almost like they're on a mission, right? To well, destroy us. Oh, wow. I heard those stories I wonder about, what that could be. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, about Not to be shortages. a conspiracy theorist or anything, but there was it just kind of seems that way. a conspiracy theory last year about farmers having to uh, destroy their crops. I and, heard about that. Yeah, and all that other sh- sh- stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all that other stuff. And, uh, and it was, it's true. It's, it was happening because of subsidies last summer. Right. If you ask the Democrats now, they're going to tell you that gas prices went up last year because of the, um, well, we had those couple of hurricanes and we had the pipeline attack. That's why the gas prices went oh, up. It course. had nothing to do with Mr. Biden right. and these horrible, right. horrible policies. And it has, it has nothing to do with Russia, Russia, Russia. Right, right. I heard it on the radio this morning. Because of this invasion, the gas prices are soaring. You know, yeah. that's going to oh, be the yeah. new tagline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they say that there's a bipartisan move now. It was in this morning's news that <clears throat> Biden is backing away from his anti ban advance. Oh, get, get away from buying Russian oil? He's still going to keep buying it? He said we weren't going to do it. He said we, no, he said we were going to do it, but there's a bipartisan move on in Congress to ban Russian oil. Yeah. And they say he's now, of course, you know, we go by the polls. So mm-hmm. today the polls look like I need to go ahead and ban Russian oil and they may do that. And if they do, 
Yes, yeah. we may be able to stop Russia, but <laughs> what's going to yeah. happen here in our country? Well, listen to this. Oh, in, boy. In, in 2019, the United States was energy independent for the first time since 1957. Right. It's yep. sickening, isn't it? And now look where we are. Look, yeah. look where we are. Well, look at who we might, if we get rid of Russian oil, who who are they thinking of buying that 700,000 barrels a day that they need? Let me no, let me give you let me give you the, the two two names that keep coming up Venezuela, and that's a country we don't even say that the leader is a is a we leader don't recognize there him. we don't recognize him at all or Iran oh now why would we buy it from Iran to give them money so they <laughs> oh, can develop gosh. a couple of nuclear bombs and they're dying they're to get that deal done with them. <laughs> it's wow. it's mm. it's insane I mean they're pushing they've wanted that deal for a minute. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. The other, I guess, the other country talking to Saudi Arabia. Yep. And you know what? They're our friends, but they're not solidly our friends. Right. Let's yeah, put it that way. You know, not. with the Wahhabis and all those people over there, they got the, they got a bunch of crazies over there. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, probably the least of all evils. Yeah. Uh, you know, want to know what the least of all evils are? Here. America. Let's do it here in America. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why the voters have got to get out. If you're a Republican and you're sitting around either saying, oh, my vote doesn't count. I'm or, tired of hearing oh, that. I don't need to vote because the Republicans are doing so well this year. You're wrong. No. You've got to get out and vote. It's yep. up to us to change these circumstances right. and change these things. That's why I voters. I hate hearing, uh, oh, the Republicans are going to do great, and that because all that is is suppressing votes. And I don't need votes. to vote. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's all that yeah. does. So you know you don't take up. anything for well, granted. Well, that's why you don't hear those words come past the lips of uh, McCarthy or mm-hmm. or Salise or any of those people. Yeah. They say, we got to work better. hard. Right. And you better believe it. You better work hard for people's votes. Yeah, right. to get out of their houses and get off their butts and go out and vote. I mean, it matters. And a lot of people are still angry about the election. Well, you got to get over that and get out and vote. Because if you don't vote, you're definitely not going to win. Right. Well, you know, when, when Lincoln well, was on yeah. my show and uh, he would talk about voting, he, he used to say something that I, I would laugh at. And then off the air, I said, would you please quit saying that? Uh, he would say, if your vote mattered, it wouldn't let you do it. That's what he. <laughs> I've heard that. That's what he. That's what he always said. And I said, well, you know, that's not true. And he says, well, I kind of changed my, my tenor during the Vietnam War. And then I understood what he well, was saying. Yeah. 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 Here's the thing. Voters who say, oh, we don't need to vote. We don't need to this. We don't need to that. Okay, there's something called the precinct strategy. It's going on all over the country. This is getting out and being part of your Republican Party. And those are the people that are pulling the levers. The reason it's important, and here's a fact that just happened this week, late last week, actually, in Arizona. There have been so many people who signed up now to become part of the local party out there that the powers that be passed (laughs) a little law late last week and tried to block yeah, people from being members of their party. In other words, if you're a precinct person in Arizona, the party doesn't elect you. They say now that the county chairman elect you. They're trying to block the action of the grassroots people that are joining the party because so many people are joining up to do the work. It's running the establishment off. Yeah, the establishment. We need that to happen in Arkansas. We need to push the point. We need to show there are more of us than there are of these so-called leaders. 
Yeah. And I we think it's the happening people here. control this. We the people need to be active. We the people need to take control. Be part of a campaign. Go help somebody. Right. Go get elected. Go do something. We Don't sit at home. Be right. more coordinated too, so the people know yeah, what join, to do. Join Heather's campaign and join knock Heather. doors for. Please. <laughs> I mean, if um, two people candidate and go get busy. That's yeah. Key. Yeah. Go get right. Busy. Lori Justice. Get some people on. Yeah, get some. Get behind some candidates. Right. Shoe leather doesn't cost anything to burn. No. Right. Like I said, so many people have joined up in Arizona that the establishment has tried to do a sneaky end run to keep them from participating because so many people have come out of the woodwork and said we will take control of our country again. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I'm glad to hear that people are thinking that way, Elizabeth. That's a good. That's a good thing. You know, we get. Have to fight fight a ground war. So but once to you speak. get in, yes. once you get into these county committees, you know you get. I guess you would say get bit by the political bug. <laughs> you really do. I mean, that's kind of where I started. You know, yeah, you, you get in. Your arm still is swollen. From that. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, you get. You know, you get in there and you start seeing what's going on, and um, it's contagious. It motivates. It really you too. is. It, it motivates you to get involved, and you start seeing things that goes on behind the scenes, and it, it's kind of eye opening. Well, let me let me tell way. everybody something right now. Today is Heather's last day yeah. on the show <laughs> uh, because you know she's got a family to raise and she's got a campaign to run and uh, you know she, to drive here from West Little Rock uh, to the radio station every Tuesday to get up early in the morning <laughs> to be here and and to go on at six o'clock. She's going to take some time off. I I believe before the end of the year we'll probably see her again. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, but uh, Missy is supposed to be here. She's not she's, here today, but she slept in. She'll be she'll be coming. <laughs> she'll be coming back. You know, you got you got to understand yeah. when you look at my pay scale for the Dave Ellswick show. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, I I pay them as much as I can. <laughs> right, in <laughs> coffee. That's yeah. what I do. It's in coffee. The, that's exactly. Best darn coffee. That's the right. way it works. Goodwill yeah. goes a long way. Goodwill yeah. goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take yeah. a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll finish up today. We really haven't talked about the Ukraine all that much. I think we should touch base with that. Uh, it is an ugly, ugly situation uh, in Eastern Europe right now. I just hope somebody doesn't make a really big misstep, yeah. And because that could turn oh. into that could turn into a tinderbox real fast. Yeah. Always remember, world wars start in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's where they've yep. always started. Yeah. Is in yep. Europe, and then other countries get behind it, like Japan and people like that. But typically, it's uh, it is definitely uh, the, the Europeans. Yeah, okay. The, where there's a weakness and a vacuum in leadership. Yep. Yep. Well, and we that, got one and, here now. Yeah, we got. You got it here. Yep. You got it in NATO. Although NATO is showing mm-hmm. a little bit of backbone, I'm, I'm I'll be interested to see if if Biden okay's us sending those F-16s over to NATO to replace the MiGs 29s that they got that the Ukrainians know how to fly yeah. and give it to them I and let them we- fly it. Yeah, we arranged that with Poland. We're working on it with Poland. Yes. Poland will provide the the immediate and will backfill or something like that. You know, yes, we I got to be this. honest with you. There's probably a lot of Ukrainian jet jockeys over there that would love to have a Phantom jet from Vietnam <laughs> just to go over and do something. I uh, wish we would have done against all this before. 40, 40 mile, you know, long 
uh, convoy of military troops. You get a couple of jet air, uh, aircraft dropping, you know, bombs. Uh, you can really yeah, slow well, you things take care up. of that quick. Yeah, you slow it, it up. It's what yeah. happens. So anyway, Those people are fighting hard for their freedom. I wonder what would happen if we were attacked here in our oh, country. Oh, let I me talk about right. that. They did a poll about that, oh, and yes, I'll tell did. you what it showed. When we'll talk yes, about it. We'll talk about it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Elizabeth is on the phone. Heather's here. Her last day for a few months, probably here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show, and then Simone is here as hey. well, doing her thing. Also, <laughs> Missy will be back next week. I expect to see her here in the studio. That's what uh, uh-huh. who the people are here, and and yes, I did mention yesterday we are awash in estrogen, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You right. can handle it. <laughs> I can handle it. You're exactly right. Hey, it, uh, PI Roofing wants you to know they can handle whatever situation you like. That bridge, they they can handle whatever happens to <laughs> your roof. Uh, if uh, you went through some of these weekend storms and. You had some big winds and and things of that nature. Uh, know that they can come out and they can get it fixed post haste. All you got to do is call them. They'll send somebody out to look at your roof. They'll ascertain the damage. They'll tell you what they need to do. Uh, if you give them the uh, the thumbs up, they'll talk to your insurance company. They'll get it all worked out, and uh, you pay the deductible. And when they come out to do your roof. They'll be done with it in a day, a day and a half at the most. And they'll clean up after themselves really good. They just do a fantastic job. Thank you, the best roofing company here in central Arkansas. That's the only roofing company that I use. They've put two roofs on my house and out there in Cabot, and they've done a great, great job. That's PI Roofing. Again, give them a call. PI Roofing, 707-3551, 707-3551. My friend Joel Johnson from PI Roofing, and he is my friend. He has been an advertiser on this show for 20 years, and uh, we've gotten to know each other well. He's going to join me on Thursday morning, and we're going to talk about roofing a little bit because it's getting to be that time of a year uh, here in Arkansas with the storms and springtime and tornadoes and all the rest, and he'll tell you what things to do for good and what things you can do that aren't so good for your house. Or visit him online, piroofing.com. All right, final segment here in this first hour. It has gone quickly as it always does when I have great guests in my studio and we're talking about, you know, uh, things that are affecting you like gas prices, food prices, all of those kind of things. I mean, did you realize that the average American this year will pay over an extra $1,000 just for gas and for uh, a food, if it stays as it is right now, you could pay a little less, but you could pay a whole lot more before this is all over. Yeah. Because gas prices affects every other price. Yeah, you got to truck all that stuff in to, yep. to be able to eat. And it's used in so many things, oh, oil as. Yeah, look at the price of tires. Oh, I know. It's amazing. Know. Tires have jumped uh, a good 15%. Mm-hmm. I just bought. Four new ones. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. We're saying even makeup, some of the makeup that, uh, you know, that we use uh, women, not that this is going to be the critical thing, but, you know, we don't realize how much uh, the tendrils oh, yeah. go out into our everyday life. Everything. Right. Yeah. Everything's right. affected by energy. Everything yeah. has to be trucked. Yeah. Everything yep. has to be trucked. Or yeah. flown. To get to you. Or, or, or flown. train. 
Yeah. You know, all of that. I mean, it needs energy. It all needs energy. Yeah. And you go, well, most, Dave, most energy, uh, most uh, train engines are electric now. Yeah. And, you know, you got to charge up that kind of stuff. Yes. And how do you, you make the, the electricity? <laughs> right. You got to have the grid for it. <laughs> you know, it happens. And you made a great, before we came on the air, Simone, you were saying, <laughs> yeah, people would be nice if you could take mass transit. But if you live in the suburbs, you don't take mass transit. <laughs> yeah. Right. You you're, can't, you're you don't exactly. have that option. Right. And that's, and Veli- Judge Velines, I know that you're not in office anymore. That does not mean that I think we should have a train from Conway to Little Rock. <laughs> Oh, yeah. be careful. Be <laughs> well, <laughs> high-speed rail. I'll get The problem is that a lot of your Democrats live in the inner city, and they, they don't live out in the rural yeah. areas. Well, so they have the no idea what rural Arkansas is like. They think that, you know, oh, yeah, everybody can have an electric car or, you know, transportation. <laughs> in. And it's not. We rely on gas. <laughs> yeah, you gas. know? That's right. Yeah, let's, let's deal with the reality to of today. And think right. about our infrastructure we have now. I mean, I moved from Pennsylvania, and the infrastructure down here is sad comparatively to our roads. Are, I mean, we don't have great roads there, but we have bad roads oh, here. Oh, we do. Really our bad roads, roads. I mean, just our I'm infrastructure I'm going to tell you what. General, I noticed electric. it yesterday driving through the construction area going over oh, to the river. Goodness. Those roads are falling oh, apart. Yeah. They're well, going to yeah. have They're going to have to re- you know, retop them before right. the summer. Yep, do if something not, with them. If not, then you can pay for getting my alignments. In the city here in Little Rock, there's potholes everywhere, and that's something. Thank you, Frank that, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Landers has been hitting that hard. He had a yeah. picture on Facebook of him like pointing down at this huge <laughs> pothole in the ground. He's like, "All right, <laughs> we need to do something about and this." See, that's important. That, yep, that's bread and butter politics. Infrastructure. Right I'm yeah. telling you, infrastructure. Where's like the money that? going? Because Lord knows we get taxed enough. Why are you building new roads if you can't even take care of the roads you got? That's true. There's this one. question that got to be asked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 430 has got a real pretty side thing to it, a little view to it, decorations on it. I think it's 430 or oh, 630. I hate oh. that. And I'm wondering, I just made I just I want laughed. a utilitarian road right. that gets me from A right. to B. Right. Who's going to upkeep I was wondering who did that or who approved that or what who made money off that. But it was only, it was only $100,000. <laughs> More. I love it when they say that to yeah. me. I just kind of look at them and say, man, you are in a another part of space and yep, time they are they elizabeth are. thanks for being with us thanks for having me we appreciate it sooner or later they're going to fix your car <laughs> i got your package yeah, well, elizabeth. you got one too in the shop you yeah I get, i'm picking mine up today and they oh, they've job. got it they've got it done Heather, I look forward to seeing you after the election. Okay, I'll be back. And having you back here <laughs> yeah. on the yeah. Dave Ellswick Show. Same thing. We'll see, uh, of course, uh, Simone. She'll be back with us next week. I'm Dave Ellswick. Stick around. It's the Bible Guys next here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Turns from darkness to light. Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight. Anytime somebody like it, man. It's the Bible, guys. They're in. And again, let me remind you: a person is 
mental, physical, mm-hmm. and spiritual. Yeah. And if we don't deal with the spiritual, you're deal- you're not dealing with one third of the individual, and that is a big mistake. And it's why we find ourselves in situations like we're in right now with what's going on over there with Putin in in the Ukraine. It's it's just absolutely, absolutely terrible. And uh, yesterday I was making the, the statement, what's the church going to do? What are they going to do? Look, we got sister churches mm-hmm. all over that area. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. we should be doing what Paul asked, uh, you know, the, the Asian minor churches to do back in the day. You know, send money to help them. Yeah. You're supposed to help them. Now, I'm not. I'm going to tell you, make sure that it's a reputable group yeah. that you're sending Just like to. all things when... Things Here like comes this Scott. All of the uh, crooks pop up in the midst of all this. So you got to pay attention to who you're given to. I got to say this because you, you who are watching, Scott has on his Star Trek shirt today. <laughs> 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 well, it's a coat. Let's go. When now, when he talks, watch. He'll reach up and he'll touch that patch <laughs> up on up on his right shoulder. <laughs> got to laugh. I love giving him a hard time about it. It does. It looks so Star Trekish. It really does. How you doing, brother? I'm good. Sorry. Did you break any uh, speed limits to get here on time? Pass. <laughs> it's okay. I got this text, and it said, I forgot my wallet. And I, this happened to me Sunday. Oh, really? I went and got my hair. My my hair. Not, <laughs> Both not, of them? Yeah. Both of them. Cut. All two and then they, they, they formed up on my beard here, you know, my, my goatee. And I went to pay, and I had thrown my other pants into dirty clothes, and I forgot to take my wallet out. Oh, right. So I didn't have, I said, I don't have my wallet. They said, Mr. Ellswick, you're good. Just <laughs> come back with it and, and pay it, because I've been going there for years. So I had to run home, get my wallet, and, and then I had to stop and pay, and then try to make uh, the screen time for, for Cyrano. It was on at the movies and went and saw that with Peter Dinklage. So you, you know what I went good. through this morning then? Yes, I do. About a quarter of a way here, I was like, oh, man. I don't I'm have trying. a license. <laughs> That's not a good feeling. No, it's not. It's, it's not. really not. Because it, you never get stopped except then. Right? <laughs> That's when it will happen. And then the police officer, yes, sir. Yeah, I've heard this before. Oh, right. right. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this before. So how are you guys doing? Scott, I just said something. So I'm gonna let, I'll let you state whatever you want about it i said now's the time for the church of america to step up and help the churches that are over in eastern europe mm. to meet all of the demands that are going to suddenly be placed upon them look a million and a half people people thus far they figure it's going to be somewhere between maybe close to 10 million before this war is over they're going to need help well, just in, in, in context, if it's already been a million and a half people, if you're listening, you can think that's half the size of the entire state of Arkansas. Yeah. If you can just, you know, just contextualize it a little bit there, or even if, even if it's just, even if it's just three million, not 10, that's still the entire population of our state. Mm. Uh, that's how many people need help. Uh, and if you can imagine um, what that's going to uh, require, but if everyone finds a way to do that, then it will, uh, we can make it happen, but it's um Right now, it's the difficult thing is finding people that you can actually uh, work with because there's so many things out there that you have are unsure of. One of my associate pastors, he um, he started a church in Ukraine uh, many years ago, 
and um, and so we've been keeping in contact with uh, the people there through uh, through him. But a lot of them are not wanting to leave, uh, and they're wanting to stay. A lot of the Christians are wanting to stay. Good, and, yeah. So that's, that's good. It's still I'm an evolving situation, that. so we don't know exactly how it's going to. Yeah, it's a down. bad situation it over is. there. It Let is. me bring up another issue about this because we're talking about people when they hear about all these refugees. It's like who's going to feed them? Mm-hmm. Where are they going to stay? That's the two main questions that typically, you know, hit everybody between the eyes. I talked about this yesterday. They're already talking about the human traffickers mm-hmm. are taking advantage of this situation. Let's say you're a mom. Your husband decided to stay back in Ukraine to fight the Russians. And uh, you got two little ones with you. Maybe let's just let's make it easy a 10 year old and a 13 year old and they're walking with you and suddenly somebody offers you a ride to the next checkpoint and your kids are are dying walking maybe you haven't had a lot to drink or eat so you take the ride and it happens to be a human trafficker your life has just gone from being hell to being in the fires of hell right so it's something to be aware of. I'm, I've got to get a hold of the PATH people and get them on because they'll they'll talk yeah. a, a very straight about this. But we're going to see a big bounce in human trafficking over the next few months, I would think. And I, I just think this this is where the church, where the rubber hits the road, folks. Yeah. You know, are are you going to sit there and say, well, I, I, you know, I really want to buy that new boat. Are you going to do that, or are you going to give a, a few hundred dollars to yeah. help? Yeah, I, and I, I, I've heard uh, that um, there are as, as many as 200,000 uh, Jewish people as well who are actually trying to now immigrate to Israel, trying to get back yeah. to uh, or trying to go to Israel for the, you know, for their first uh, for their first time as well. So we've got people that are, you know, you have you have non-believers, believers and then Jews. Everybody's trying to uh, make their way out. As a matter of fact, um, there's an organization called uh, Christians United for Israel and um and they uh, have just committed. I heard this this week. I got it. I got word from one of the uh, board members. Um, they've just committed um, over um, over half a million dollars to um, to getting uh, these Jewish people out uh, of the uh, out of the country. And so that's something that we um, we can be aware of as well. Yeah, you heard about those humanitarian corridors that they oh. set up. I I heard about it yesterday. Yeah, yeah they they got humanitarian quarters. They go to Belarus and Russia. Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't go insurers. to Poland or any of the other countries. Sure, it's exactly countries. where the Ukrainians want to go, right? Yeah, so. let's go to Russia. Uh huh. You know, I was watching those people getting on buses and trains, and they were going to Russia, and I don't think they knew they were going to Russia, and it made me think about the Holocaust. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It really did. It was like a flashback for me. Now I wasn't alive. I wasn't alive. Not I know. It, I know enough. I know mm. enough about it because my dad was with Patton when they went in and to Birkenball and and some wow. other ones and 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 freed those people. But I got to tell you what it's uh, it it just if you've seen any of those old time World War Two footage films, yeah, newsreels. It looks exactly like that. Yeah. It's the biggest displacement of people since World War yeah. II. Yeah. So are, are, am, am I overreacting that I'm 
surprised that the church is not standing up and saying, we've got to do this? I think they had the same attitude during World War II for a while, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it sat quietly until it was then the humanitarian crisis was so great there was very little they could do. So it's, it's time to wake up now. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It need, they need your help now. Yeah. You know, they're not over in Europe. It's not like it here, it's here in the United States. They're not building a new subdivision every week. Yeah. You know, and they build up. They don't build out because right. they don't have a lot of land to build out on. Mm-hmm. So they build up. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm hearing that the people of Poland and the people in some of the other countries down the south of Poland you got a lot of signs up saying, you know, that they have a room that your family can be in and stuff. But I don't know if there's a, I doubt that there's enough, you know, uh, lodging for a million and a half people, much less 10 million people. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get corrected here in a minute, but that's why um, they need to be handed a piece of bread and a rifle. It's not they a need bad to, thing. They need to defend what they have. We can't, you can't just have people going Well, they're around. definitely fighting. They are. <clears throat> but as um, the president said, right, I need ammunition, not a ride. And I, I think, love that, Zelensky. Yeah. <laughs> and the people, there's, you know, you can create all these camps and everybody could fight everywhere and, and have all these humanitarian places and all the stuff that happened with Syria. But you know what? Um, you got to stand and fight for what you have sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. If you want freedom, yep. typically you got to fight for it because there's a whole lot of people that will take it away from you yep. if you let them. Freedom isn't free. That, that's freedom exactly isn't right. That's exactly right. I wanted to know how many, you know, as answering this question is military Steve and not Pastor Steve. <laughs> I want. I wonder how they, the how the backroom conversations were with all the generals. Because if you're asking me this question, I'd go, wait a minute. Russia just put all their people around the border in a nice row for us. About 70% of their army, and then now they're in a 40-mile strip. Do we have anything to defend against nukes? Because we could take out half the Russian army in five minutes, right? I just yeah. can't imagine um, how the what the military strategists are looking at with just this all of this being set up on the team. I am not persuaded that that man would use nuclear weapons. He wants to live, too. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what. You use one nuke, you might as well fire them all off at once because— you're in big doo-doo. I'm not sure about that. I'm not okay. sure he couldn't get away with one. I, I'm yeah. not sure the whole world wouldn't pause to see what he did after that. Not just that. I think that... I'm not uh, sure they've got the stones to this do This would have been days. two years ago. Yes. Yeah. But right now, I think... Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it the way Steve says it. I think the current president would go, what? What's a nuke? Right? Yeah. I don't, okay. I don't know <laughs> that he would respond with the intensity of that. I just think that there is such a laissez-faire attitude to the things that are going yeah. on that we have forgotten evil. I think yeah. I said this yeah. to Billy. This this generation doesn't know what a tyrant is. Yeah. Right. They don't know one. They, well, they, they haven't been taught about right. Hitler. Right. They don't know. They don't know who Hitler is. They don't know who Mussolini is. They don't know who Lenin and Stalin. They don't know who, who, who they was were. Mao. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Now, yeah, they weigh their they weigh his little t shirt up in the air and think that somehow what these guys represent is actually. And here's the scary part: the mentality that Putin represents is in the majority of our government. Yeah, we don't realize that, yes. right? And and so because we don't understand what real evil is, people don't understand what we're dealing with. And you're going to have to, we we can't just pray this one through. No, nope. right? This this is wickedness. This is evil. It needs to be fought. Needs to be stood against. Yep, that's exactly right. All right, I need. I have a question for you, uh, Scott. I was asked this personally, and 
I thought there might be other people that have this in their mind. The uh, the big Israeli uh, celebration for Israel is coming up over at at uh, Agape Church, and uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is going to be speaking. And the question to me was, and I put it at rest Im- immediately, but is this, you know, for Sarah Huckabee Sanders, is this going to be kind of a of a rah-rah thing for her, or what is it going to be? So I'll let you deal with it. Yeah. Um, uh, this is what, I, what my staff and I say when people ask us things like this. This is not a political event. Um, this is a um, an event for Christians to fulfill a biblical obligation. Uh, the scriptures tell us that if the Gentiles have received anything from the Jews, spiritual things, it is our duty, our obligation to communicate to them out of our natural things. And this is a way that we can actually, as believers, fulfill this biblical uh, command to do that. And uh, and so in order to uh, to do that, we put together an evening uh, that celebrates the, the Jewish contribution to the Christian faith. Uh, and we celebrate the nation through whom God sent everything uh, that we have. We celebrate the spiritual things. Uh, the reason why Sarah has been uh, invited uh, is uh, because she was a part of a group of people. Not only has she grown up going to Israel her whole life, um, she has a tremendous story about her uh, time at the um, uh, the impression she had when she first went to the Holocaust Museum, which I believe she's going to be talking about this uh, Sunday evening. Uh, but also she was a part of a group of people that actually uh, moved the embassy the American embassy to Jerusalem, recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of the nation of Israel, which is a big deal mm. when you consider how many uh, groups have the chance to do that and did not do it. So many people see this as a political thing. It's not. There are many times, what, what, what has happened in the world we live in today, people have politicized biblical issues. That's right. mm-hmm. That's right. mm-hmm. And when you politicize something that's biblical, we'll, we'll push back on that. All right. And we'll push back more on this answer when we come up, push back, but we'll let Scott talk more when we get back, because it's been a question I've been asked. I promised the people I would ask it. It's out there. He's given you a great answer. I'm loving it already. And we'll be back to take on more here on the Dave Ellswick show. Don't forget about ICU protection. They are ready to take care of you. I mean, crime is on the rise. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's been declared a health uh, you know, emergency here in the, the city of Little Rock by the mayor. So uh, you might want to be looking into what kind of an alarm security or monitoring system you're going to have for your home or your business. And Billy Mack can help you out with that. I see you. That's the letter I, the letter C, the letter U. I see you. Protection LLC.com. Go check them out. Look at what they do. Uh, you don't pay for the hardware. You only pay for the service. That's right. All the hardware is absolutely free. The cameras are free. Uh, the things they put on your windows so that if somebody opens a window when they shouldn't and it sets off an alarm, that's free. Doors, all of that. That's all free. All you pay is for the service. Service contracts start in the $40 range per month. But talk with the folks at ICU Protection LLC to protect your home and your business and your family. 501-205-1333. 501-205-1333. Pay for the service, not the hardware. ICU protection. 
All right, back with you, Scott. Let, uh, were you finished, or did you want to continue on that? Just a few topic? more things, and that is that um, I think one of the reasons why people uh, ask questions like uh, like this is this a, a political event is because our world has politicized so many biblical issues. Mm-hmm. So whenever you try to talk about something, they automatically think you're talking about politics, but you're not. Uh, for example, um, any issue dealing with uh, murdering children, i.e., abortion is a biblical issue. Amen. It's not a political issue. It's a biblical issue that has been politicized. Yes. So when, when, a, when a pastor speaks about it, uh, he's not speaking about politics. He's speaking the word of God. And a lot of pastors are afraid to deal with this because they see it as being political or they think their people will see it as being biblical. A lot of times I'll say to my church, I'm about to make a statement, and if you hear politics from this, you need to adjust your hearing because I'm not right. talking about politics. Right. Yeah, it's your problem, it's not your, mine. Right. <laughs> dealing with dealing with the the whole issue regarding uh, morality and immorality, uh, whether that is same sex or whether it is uh, heterosex, it, it's still a biblical Trans-sex. issue. Transsex. Yeah, it's still a biblical issue. It's not. I mean, you know, the Bible even tells how men and women are supposed to dress. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Well. You know, uh, you know, either you're talking about transgenderism or transvestitism. That's a biblical issue that's now been politicized. You go down, you can just go down the list and just talk about uh, about whether you're talking about um, uh, the way that um, people are dealing with um, uh, orphans or whether people are dealing with widows. I mean, so much has been politicized, and one of the big things that has been politicized has been, of course, Israel. Mm-hmm. And so we've politicized biblical issues, and at our church. We're taking back what is biblical and trying to purge politics out of it. So this night, this Sunday night at 6 o'clock at 701 Napa Valley Drive is not a political event. It is a an, an, a biblical event. It's an event where Christians get to do their biblical responsibility to honor the nation of Israel, to bless the seed of Abraham, and to celebrate uh, our wonderful connection we have together. And guess what? If you're a Christian, Paul says... You have been grafted into the mm-hmm. vine. That's right. Mm-hmm. The vine is Jewishness. That, yeah. And that is so foreign to so many people. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. Well, it's they, because the majority of the churches out there have a, a replacement theology yeah. mindset. Yeah, yeah they, they say we've been cut off from right. Jewishness. Well, not only yeah. like that, they see, <laughs> they see Israel um, as a modern political movement, right? That's why they use the phrase Zionism, because that... Even though they don't realize well, I'm it, I'm a Zionist, right? But, but their their term of using that is to make it a Jewish political event. Even though they're not realizing the Zionism in the connection with Jerusalem and, and God's people, they don't understand that when they think they're making a political statement, they're actually making a religious statement. And the fact that God has kept His people um, for two thousand years, when there are dozens and dozens of other small groups of people that have faded into history that were left from their land, right? And now all of a sudden this group, for some reason, has been sustained and returned. It is a totally biblical, spiritual issue, the fact that they have been sustained and God kept their language, kept their religion, and then got them back into the land. I don't know, as the Bible said would happen, right? Right. This is the greatest spiritual event of our generation, and it's just been deemed as just, eh, just just politics. Well, if it has God in it, you know that some people say, I'm not going to pay attention to that. Right. Yeah. And this is the way it is. I think Paul said, let the ignorant remain ignorant. That's yeah. right. It's true. So, so I just want to encourage everybody. If you're, if you're out there and you're looking for a, a way to, uh, to express your um, appreciation for the nation of Israel, this Sunday evening at 6 p.m. will be a, a great opportunity for you to do it. Not only will you hear some, uh, 
see uh, hear some wonderful things that are happening in Israel. You'll hear uh, some get to see some beautiful uh, uh, imagery, uh, videos, uh, music, and then of course there'll be uh, uh, a couple of speeches that'll be given. The, the keynote is going to be uh, Sarah. All right, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be there. I hope that everybody will uh, attend because if you're a Christian, you're Jewish too. All right, remember Jesus was a Jew. All right, don't forget about uh, David Lucas Financial. If you're concerned about all the stuff that's going on, you know, the rise in gas prices, you got all the government spending, you got the the soaring inflation that's going on, you know that that's impacting upon the stock market. All you had to do, turn on the television yesterday, and uh, and the bottom of the screen, major sell-off. That's all you had to see. Uh, It fell, uh, the stock market was down about two and a third points yesterday percent yesterday and and that's not good so how do you protect your nest egg because part of your nest egg is of course 401k i'm sure or an ira or whatever that you have and so uh, people are saying well silver and gold got to have silver and gold yeah okay but how do you buy silver and gold there there it's not as easy as buying a 401k or an ira so uh, learn how to do that and you can be taught that by david lucas financial All you have to do is call them at 501-222-3315, 501-222-3315. You want to learn more about buying silver and gold, 501-222-3315. They work with uh, one of the only regulated and, uh, of course, licensed national wholesalers in the country, so you get direct prices from the dealer that you can trust. Uh, investment advisory services are offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. So keep that in mind. 736, Bible guys are here. Billy is, Billy is here. Not Belly, Billy. <laughs> Billy is here. Scott is here. Uh, Steve Hess is here as well. So let's, let's talk economics. Question that we had dealt with economics. Nice segue, Dave. It was sent. Yeah. Uh, you like that? Well, he's a professional. I yeah. was just mentioning economics a moment ago. Is there some economic system that is more Christian than other economic types of, of uh, uh, things out there? I accept this as a given. This is a question. A Christian can live under any type of economic structure and grow spiritually, but some economic systems are better than others and will help both Christians and non-Christians. Does the Bible support Trump's America first economics or Biden's globalist economics or some other economic system? What specific biblical passages would you turn to for support of your answer? And thanks for taking the time to answer this. Wow, that uh, taking a, a typical topic and making it political <laughs> well and as, as we tend to do here a lot um the answer is both right <laughs> and all of the above right because you can find biblical passages to support a completely communal um economic system or an individual economic system you can see it in for instance like the temple tax so everybody kind of gave the same so some would kind of reach for that and go well see everybody was kind of doing the same or you could say, well, a tithe, you know, when they gave a tithe, that was the same, but it wasn't because it was a percentage of whatever your gross or whatever your total was. So that was actually different as well. 
you could go to the New Testament where it says that they shared and had all things in common. Yeah. So you could find that, but I think that you, if you want to ask which one of those is best supportive, you just go by what has done, what has been done in the last hundred years under a purely capitalistic system, and that is the amount of money that has been generated for charity and the amount of organizations that have been created were created out of a of a, of a system that allowed the people to determine what they want to do with their funds. When you go past, you could just talk about Salvation Army or the Red Cross or Samaritan's Purse or just, it's endless. Or pennies. Right. Yeah. pennies. Yeah. yeah, pennies. The owner of pennies uh, donated 99% of his proceeds mm. to the church. Right. And yeah. he lived on 1% which was more right than enough. <laughs> right. So you could find that. And it, what you wouldn't find is in a system where it's all controlled from a higher or a centralized location, then it, it's actually what has happened in our nation because we have all of these governmental programs. Now you have less of an incentive for the individual, the community, the church as right. a whole to right. give, to participate because now if there's a problem um, the Christian run organization orphanages and such are the ones who used to take care of those. Now they go, Oh, we'll call the health and human services, right? Call the government. And so it, we've kind of pushed it to a more centralized, but the biblical uh, answer is for the individuals in the community to take care of one another. So that's, like I said, you can find both throughout the scriptures. Yeah. What most people don't realize is that Karl Marx actually quoted that particular verse live together with all things in common. That was kind of the basis that he used to build the idea of communism. The problem is that that whole living together and having all things in common only works in a biblical context. Yeah. It only works amongst holy people. Right. Because otherwise, you end up with people trying to take advantage of each other. You have to you have to balance that against if a man won't work, he doesn't eat. Correct. Right? I was just fixing so, it. So these two have to, to live in balance. Um, when we take a, a world that is not holy, the, the only system that will work um, is a system is the same system that has drugged more people out of poverty than any system in the world that has ever existed, and that is a capitalist viewpoint. I'm, I'm sorry. Do I think capitalism is perfect? Absolutely not. Do I think communism is perfect? Communism has done nothing but kill and destroy for a hundred years. It has to go away. It is not biblical in the way that it is implemented in the world today. Now. Do I think that'll get solved when Messiah comes back and says, okay, here's what holiness actually looks like? Yeah, yeah I think so. Right. I, I think things will be radically different then. But for the world we are living in today, um, I think you have to look at the system that has done the most good in the world. And the most good in the world has been, and, and I know people who are, well, don't you know that capitalism has destroyed, but yeah, yeah, yes, I do. It's not a perfect system. But it has lifted millions of people out of poverty and allowed a country, this country, to feed people around the world. Capitalism would work perfectly as every person that owned the companies and, and, and uh, were working the capitalistic system had Jesus as their Lord Absolutely. and Savior. Absolutely. Yeah. Not just Savior, their Lord yeah. and Savior. And that's, and that's a part of, of what the Bible does. It it obviously um, is assuming that people are living godly. Right. And right. so, but if I'm not mistaken, I think it was um, um, John Adams, second president of the United States, signer of the Declaration of Independence, said, referring to even our Constitution, it says, our Constitution was not written for, it was not written but for 
a moral and religious That's people. Exactly right. right. So if it's only written for a moral and religious people, then atheists and agnostics they don't can, get cannot it. abide by it. Yeah, it, they don't does, get it. It doesn't work for them. So it, our constitution will only work if you are a believer in God and a follower of His. Uh, and so, so even our own system in America is broken and falling apart now because people have departed from a faith that's yep. supposed to hold it together. In the and first actually, place. both systems would require that, right? Yeah. Because yep. in order for capitalism to work, you have people people have to desire not to be greedy, right? Because then they're going to do everything they can to accumulate as much as they can, and then the system is abused. Right. That's why we have all those monopoly laws and all that kind of stuff, antitrust or whatever those things are called, uh, to prevent those single organizations from gaining all of the money and then oppressing those who don't. Well, in order for a communistic structure to work, everybody has to fear God and pull their fair share. And both systems have the ability to dominate if yeah. if people don't fear God. That's because so, man and I, my wife, I'm going to be honest with you, my wife hates it when I bring this up. It's just say, why are people like that? And I go, because we're a fallen creature. Yep. I, that's my answer. Yeah. There is no other answer but that. Go back to the garden, and yeah. that's where it started, and that's why we're where we're at. Yep. You, you know, today when people are, are being looked at for uh, political appointments in the, in the Senate is vetting them, a lot of times they bring up and they want to say, you know, will your religious uh, viewpoints affect the way that you I hope work? so. It, right. Well, well that, <laughs> I guess that's my point. So it should be a litmus test. If, if, the, if the, one of the writers of the Constitution, the, the co-signer, second president, first vice president of the United States said, this, is, this Constitution is only for a moral and religious person, that should be the litmus test. Yeah. If you're not moral and not religious, and guess what? You can't judge you can't govern you can't lead in this country or are End you like, story are you like some of the politicals that are leading right now and they ask him about abortion and they say well what about your church oh that's my church that doesn't have anything to do with anybody else yeah well, yeah no wrong answer yeah. <laughs> well they try to separate religion and politics and that was read the bible it wasn't that way. No, it's not supposed no. to be that way. No. As a matter of fact, in, in, in ancient Israel, the king, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the king, he one of his jobs, he had to actually write his mm-hmm. own copy mm-hmm. of the Torah. I'm not, well, of the, was it the Torah or the Tanakh? The, no, no, it was, it was the, the Torah. Just, yeah, it was just, the Torah. You know, he had the, the Torah. The Torah is the law of God. He had to actually write his own copy of the law of God. And he's supposed to know it. Hey, I, there you go. He's I believe he actually had, was supposed to have two copies. Oh, it's one, two. one for himself and then one for the people. Yeah, yeah, I thought maybe it was one for him and one for every one of his wives. <laughs> now then it'd be oh, like no, I mean, Solomon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like 300 copies. <laughs> All right, it's a quarter till eight here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hope we answered that question. I think they did a great <laughs> job on it. We got more coming your way. If you got a question, you want to get it in today, 823-0965. I got to throw the 501 in because if you call 823-0965, you get, you know, 501-823-0965. Don't forget about uh, East End Towing again. Let me remind you, they are uh, a member of the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed. They're insured. Don't let anybody tow your car from any company that is not insured and every one of their trucks are permitted. They understand, no matter the situation, what needs to be done. You give them a call, East End Towing, 501-888-8849, 501-888-8849. All right, back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 
thank you for being part of the show today. Bible guys are in the studio. It's not every day or every Tuesday we get all three of them here. It's great that they're all three here because they they work together so very well. You got Billy here. You got Scott here. Scott is the senior pastor. Is that the correct terminology? Senior mm-hmm. pastor of Agape uh, Church. And uh, Billy and uh, Steve Hess, you guys like, uh, what is your pastoral ship called? Uh, I guess I would be called the Messianic Pastor. Yep. Okay. Yep. And Billy? I'm, I'm the guy that Steve calls to do everything. <laughs> that's right. Okay. So that's what, what happens there. But uh, don't forget about the salute for Israel coming up on Sunday night, 6 o'clock at Agape. Uh, get there. I'm going to tell you, get there at least 15, 20 minutes early. You sure. want to get a really good seat because it will be well attended. Yeah, don't yeah. treat it like church. Show up on time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. be on time, yeah. Don't, don't come in late. You Military don't Steve do is in the house. There, there's going to be some, uh, if you're early, there's going to be some uh, some, some beautiful um, uh, uh, flyover footage of the nation of Israel uh, rolling. So you'll, you'll be you'll oh, watching cool. basically like a, a movie uh, for about um, about 30 minutes before it starts. Uh, and the screens you'll be looking at are, oh gosh, they're, they're massive. They're, yeah. they're our sidewalls. So they're, you know. Yeah, they're big. 30 feet high or yeah, whatever. That's cool. it's, it's a, yeah, it'd be that's really, cool. really, really nice. Just okay. sit and enjoy that. Okay, so you have no problem with us waving our hands or anything when we're singing? Not at all. Okay, I want to make sure. Not at all. Sure. And I'm not, look, I'm not Pentecostal. I'm just charismatic. Yeah. yeah. Because we'll I believe, that too, I believe. <laughs> I believe that all the gifts are still available. Amen. I don't Amen. see anywhere in the Bible where it says they're not. No. So no. until until somebody can show me that mm-hmm. without saying, well, it depends on what age of the church you're asking. No, it doesn't say that That's in the right. Bible. I'm sorry. Yeah, all those uh, all those gifts are available. So yeah. I Amen. will. And look at when they prayed, they didn't lower their heads. Mm. Yeah. They looked to heaven. That's right. You're talking to the guy that's in that's up. On the on the throne. Amen. That's who you're petitioning. That's right. All right. Keep yeah. that and keep that in mind. All Amen. right. Do that. Keep that in mind. All right. Don't forget. Also, Thursday night. Uh, this Thursday is the uh, lieutenant governor's uh, uh, town hall. We hope that you bought your ticket. If you need a ticket, go to one zero one one FM. The answer dot com. Click on uh, the link for buying a ticket. Get your ticket and be there Thursday and hear the uh, the different. Uh, candidates as they answer your questions you want you got a question send it to town hall at salem s-a-l-e-m-l-r dot com or if you want to do a video question you want to send it to facebook.com slash dave elswick show and then just direct message me and i'll get it and i'll give it to the folks over uh the audiovisual people at uh agape and they'll load it up and we'll play it during the the town hall just keep that in mind this is the first one i've been wanting to do this for 20 years it's oh, so wow. cool to be able to get this how, how many how many candidates will be there there'll be five out of the six okay. i know that the ad said all six i thought that was agreed upon but it wasn't uh leslie rutledge has decided that she will not attend on thursday night i don't know why but that <laughs> is her prerogative uh but all the other five will be there Senator Rapert, uh, let's see, Doyle Webb, Greg Bledsoe, uh, we got Joe, uh, Joe, um, can't think of Joe, uh, uh, Judge Joe's name right now, just eluded me, uh, is going to be there, and Chris Beckett. 
will be there as well. So that's the the number of people cool. that will be on. And we'll be asking everyone. Every one of them will ask, answer every question. Just so you know, everybody gets the same questions. And we'll go around and around until we're out of time. It's two hours long. We don't have any ads on the radio. You get to listen to it live on the radio as well. Um, I think we're going to try to get the audio on my Facebook page. I don't believe that we're going to try to broadcast the video because I'm, I'm really hesitant just to stick a, a phone up there and and broadcast it that way. I'm not going to do it that way. We'll just give you the sound. That's all you need anyway. Yeah. If you don't have pictures with it, you'll remember a whole lot more. They found that out at the Kennedy-Nixon debates. The people who only heard the debate thought Nixon won. The people who were watching it on television thought Kennedy won. Mm. It's kind of interesting because uh, Nixon, if you ever see that debate, go back and watch it sometime. You get, like, he's got a 5 o'clock shadow, Nixon does. He looks really tired and worn down. Yeah. And I think that that played big time with the people watching it. Hmm. thought that was kind of interesting. So what to say? Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, that's what's going on this week. There's a lot going on this week. I can't wait week. to come. Can't wait for Sunday night. You that's always a good time. Yeah, isn't it? No, isn't it great? Do you guys see that we're supposed to have uh, snow coming snow? in? Friday. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then get out. It's going to last for two hours. Yeah. It's nothing like that. we had before. Okay. Just real quick, in, out, gone. All right. Sunday, I think it's supposed to be 68 degrees. Yeah. I have, so many of these weather apparatus right now are so different than each other. I mean, I'm seeing some that are showing, showing snow Friday and Saturday, actually more snow on Saturday than on Friday. Others are saying only on Friday. Some yeah. are not saying any snow at all. I'm like, uh, wow. Yeah, it depends on what part. But it's amazing it's that they could actually, though, forecast the future weather climate. It's amazing that they can oh, do that. Oh, don't get me started. Isn't that amazing? This is exactly they, they, they what I They don't know said. that, but they're able to do that. That's just an amazing thing. And, you and know, 100 the, years from now, the seas are going to rise, and New York will be knee-deep in water. Yeah. And uh, you know, I thought so, okay. science is so amazing. You know, it was, it was amazing how that the day before the, uh, the, day before the State of the Union, the mass restrictions were right. lifted. It's weird. I mean, isn't science amazing? Right. Science it, is amazing. It, it knew. It right. knew what was going to happen. Right. It's just a, right. Yeah. Science is amazing. Sure, it had nothing to do with the particular political wind at the time. You right. are so yeah. skeptical. Uh, well, you know. Just, yeah. Okay, on Friday. Conspiracy theorist. Some sun, then turning cloudy, breezy, turning colder in the afternoon with periods of rain and sleet for two hours. When's that? That's uh, Friday. Uh, Friday night. Some periods of snow in the evening, otherwise mostly cloudy and very cold, six-tenths of an inch. So that's not enough to really no. be worried about. On uh, the daytime, it's a tenth of an inch. So not worried about it. I'm not worried about <laughs> it. When you look at uh, the weekend, Sunday, 63 degrees, a low of 42, no snow in the forecast, you're good. Yes, gold. Yep. <laughs> We'll be, I'll be there. I'll be there. Anybody else don't want to be there? I'll be there. Steve will be there. He's going to be blowing the show Steve, far. Yeah, he's blowing the show far. Yeah, he, he, I tell you, Steve is the best I've ever heard, mm-hmm. regardless oh, of where, uh, where I've been, really, the best. I talked to a person about Steve blowing the show far on Easter Sunday, and they said, well, I don't know. 
I passed the opportunity to talk about how full of hot air. I was are. waiting. I mean, I just—I almost <laughs> held the door open for I, you, know, right? There's, there's a reason why I'll he's better than everybody else is because he contains you. <laughs> Have you ever played the uh, the Rams horn? The, the show, the, the, the Ram show far? Yeah, as opposed I got a little one. Do you? Yeah, that's what you mean, right? The little curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yep, is that the, the same technique? Same? Yeah. Is it? It's harder because the end of it is so much smaller. Yeah, it's really hard to really purse down and get that air. All right. There. Yeah. yeah. Sounds different though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Just, well, and it, just like all of them, it's going to be because it's smaller. It's going to have that more high pitch sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds squeaky to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's why if if I could find a, a shorter, fatter version of the one I got where you could get that deep sound, mm-hmm. then I would I would work on a smaller one. But I you go know, out and kill a ram. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. Well. <laughs> Come on. There you go. Uh, yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. Get done yourself. I, think I prefer to fly to Israel and just buy another one. There yeah, probably. Well, yeah. I doubt if you have to go to Israel. You ever heard of Amazon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather go to Israel. That too. Bezos has enough money. Yeah, you got that true. That is true. Guys, thanks for coming in today. We'll get together next week, and we'll be next week we'll be talking about how great it was there Sunday night. So uh-huh. if you don't want to miss out, you will be there Sunday at Agape Church over on Napa Valley Drive, and they start at 6 o'clock. And I'm telling you, I've been there a couple times for these nights, and they're really cool. Purim starts next week. That'd be a good topic for us to talk about next week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's Esther, right? That's mm-hmm. Esther. We're yeah. talking about Esther. Who was, uh, who was the guy that saved her? Was it Nathan? Was that his name? Was the guy that saved her life? Saved her life? Oh, oh yeah. saved Esther's life. Esther's life. Yeah. Oh, her, uh, Mordecai. Mordecai. Yeah. yeah, that's who it is. It's one of those easy names to remember. I don't, yeah. I don't get to play Mordecai, unfortunately. All right. <laughs> she has the appropriate title. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. My thanks to Scott, to Steve, and to Billy for being here today as the Bible Guys. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.